Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sharing the Journey for April. This month, my guest is Kathy, who I met on an email list for blind Christian women. So, Kathy, why don't you tell us a little bit about your life currently, and then we'll jump into your past and more about your present. And Okay, well, um, we just moved a couple, well, I guess it's been two years ago now. Uh, of course, my absolute current life is that we just ended Snowvid 21. <laughs> no electricity, no water. <laughs> yes, it was quite interesting. But um, anyway, uh, so we, we live in uh, Northeast Texas. Um, our little small town is called Enchanted Oaks, which sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, it does. And uh, uh, my husband and I live in this home and we have um, a cat named Zona and one, two, three, four birds now and uh, two, three dogs, uh, two that we brought with us here, uh, Dachshund Miniature Beagle Mix, um, who loves everyone, and a uh, multi poo, and um, <laughs> yes, this one. Speaking of <laughs> this one, this, this missing was acquired. My husband's daughter is a vet, and uh, she brought Missy and and her brother to me when they were hours, two hours old, in fact. Oh wow! Uh, said bottle feed them. <laughs> <laughs> so I did and um and she is now almost nine months old oh very well a puppy make it but <laughs> she is miniature chihuahua and what's the other uh shih tzu but uh she's all chihuahua <laughs> <laughs> so so we are obviously very bonded because of all the nights of continual feeding and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so, yeah yeah and um let's see i work for the um lighthouse of houston uh they have a a, a, a center in their facility that uh does they contract with government organizations, specifically VA hospitals um, and other uh, military medical facilities, as well as some Department of Defense work, specifically the um, Inspector General's office. Where, uh, so we do investigations and we type research uh, interviews and things like that. And that's what I do right now. Um, I've been with them about six seven years and uh, <clears throat> so uh, I'm also the pianist at our church and uh, I teach a course online uh, to help other uh, blind folks uh, who are interested in doing medical transcription. Hmm. Okay so yeah, your disability is blindness. What's the cause of your disability or your blindness? Uh, what do they call it now? ROP? Yeah, okay. Me too. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So, so how big were you? Uh, according to family lore, <laughs> I didn't get weighed or I didn't get officially weighed until I was three or four days old. And at that point I weighed a pound, a lower a pound. Oh, wow. And you were less than me. Yeah. It was uh, six and a half months when I was born and uh, I was in the incubator uh, almost until what should have been my due date. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I think that was pretty typical back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your childhood, um, growing up with a disability, um, your early faith influences, stuff like that. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, I think, I think a lot of my, um, uh, memories of what it was like to be different than other people probably began when I was three and a half and we, my mother and I, my mother moved us to uh, Dallas from Port Aransas, which is close to Corpus Christi. Um, and uh, we, at the time, she rented rooms from other folks uh, and, and then she worked. So, um, and one family in particular that we rented from uh, the Brownings, they were um, really uh, incredible. <laughs> uh, Mr. Browning taught me, he had a pool and a trampoline in his yard. So he taught me my first uh, uh, forays into swimming and then, uh, and not to be afraid of the trampoline. Uh, and, uh, Mrs. Browning had a piano and an organ in her house. And, and so she uh, kind of allowed me to play at it. <laughs> oh, fun. So, um, and we, I guess we moved into our first, the first house that we had. She, my mother married again for about four years. We moved into that house when I was five and I started, um, making friends with neighbors and uh, neighborhood kids and things like that and kind of uh, went through a period I guess while I was in the in the couple of years that we lived there where I kind of wanted to not be so brave and not wanting to do things that uh, that I was kind of leery of so my mother adopted this policy of uh telling me that the doors would be locked and I couldn't come in until I tried whatever it was I was anxious not to do. So, oh, wow. <laughs> and, um, and I think the, the, uh, I can remember time after time after time when I would be upset about the different, you know, kids saying things or the differences and that kind of thing. She would read me the little engine that could, <laughs> she would ask me often during you know the day or whatever what what did what did the engine say I think I can <laughs> I thought I could <laughs> you know so uh, my mom was amazing she uh was not very educated but she 
took uh, her role quite seriously of helping me to be independent and not to be uh, not to live in, in a with a sense of fear and um, was very very disciplined about it. <laughs> Uh, I owe her everything I am today. I really do. Uh, no one has been as influential in my life in that way uh, compared to her. She died when I was 21. So lost her early, but uh, the years I had were incredible. She learned Braille and uh, put a, uh, most of my textbooks into Braille through my first three or four years of school. Wow. She was just incredible. <laughs> so you went to public school? Mostly. Uh, well, yeah, I, I went to public school except for one semester. Um, um, I started out in a situation with the resource room, you know. So uh, first and second and third grade, we were allowed to go to reading with the other students, but that was pretty much it. And the rest of the time we spent in our resource room learning. Interesting that they would choose reading. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. We, oh, we also got to go to music. I forgot that. <laughs> but uh, we, we, uh, yeah, we, music's yeah. always a good class to integrate into. Yes, yes. So we did in the resource room, we did braille and typing and, and that kind of thing. I guess we, you, it's funny. I grew up telling amazing people by saying, well, I learned to type in third grade. And now, you know, kindergartners are learning. The <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh, you waited that long? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> Funny how that changed. <laughs> but, uh, and then fourth grade, uh, we got to go to, quote, homeroom where most things were taught. Um, language, spelling, reading, history, geography, that kind of thing. Uh, I was, we had, a, at the school I went to, the science teacher didn't want to work with us and the math teacher didn't want to work with us. So we, through seventh grade at that school, we never did get to do math and science with our peers. Um, but uh, we did the other and, and so uh, that's- and that's So were all the students blind in the resource room? Yes, uh, they had uh, they had a quote sight saving class for the. Uh, um, wow, I haven't heard that term since Jean Little books. Long time. And I was going to say I'm I'm about to be politically incorrect here, but excited, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, so but yeah, we were <clears throat> we were all uh, there was one uh, there was one girl in our class who's uh, still a good friend of mine. She. Uh, she could actually read newsprint uh, for a time and that kind of thing. But, uh, but they taught her Braille and taught her everything they taught us. She was not. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. They did encourage the print reading and, the, and, and for her to see, you know, uh, things and, and notice things around her. But, but they also, um, she grew up doing Braille and mm -hmm. the same way we did. So, yeah. Cool. So that was through seventh grade. Then, um, Eighth grade, I went to, we moved to my mother and I and my brother, who was, who had, my mother had finally gotten custody of a couple of years before that. Um, we moved to, to, uh, from Dallas to um, Garland, 
which is a small town near Dallas. And uh, well, it's not small anymore, but anyway. <laughs> uh, and they had a very forward thinking public school system where uh, from first grade on the students were completely integrated and they had a, an itinerant teacher who came and worked with them as often as needed. So I went to junior high and high school in Garland. I took one break from that in 10th grade. I went one semester to the School for the Blind in Austin. I did it to get away from home. And, and also my best friend had died and I just couldn't stand being everywhere that she and I had been together. So mm -hmm. I went there, came home, didn't like it. <laughs> and came home after one semester. Mother said I had to stay one semester. So I did that. And then I came back home and finished school. Mm -hmm. um, I think my junior high and high school years were not very good for me, but it was my fault mostly. Um, it, it is true that I was the only one, you know, so the difference was very obvious and kids are kids and teenagers are worse sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, but uh uh, but at the same time, I became very introverted and I, I was so, um, I was so certain I would, I was just, uh, I didn't think I could, uh, that, that I could ever break down the barriers. And so I just kind of went into myself and stayed that way <laughs> through, hmm. through those years. Uh, and it took going to, um, uh, the uh, rehabilitation place in Little Rock that, you know, they had like a college prep program after I graduated, I went there. And that kind of brought me out of my shell and back to my blind friends, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but, but my mother, my mother continued and continued to say to me, you're going to live in a sighted world. You need to learn to live with sighted people. And I, I really did try to do that in my own way. And, um, and, I am very happy that I did because, you know, it's, it's helped me as a, as a young adult, I, I left home early and I, and, and, uh, married early. And, um, so, uh, and I was out there with no help and no family and in a different state and, and, uh, you know, it was kind of sink or swim and, uh, I chose to swim. So, <laughs> so, but I, again, that was my mom's influence. So I went to college for a couple of years. Uh, uh, and then later I went to school for a couple of semesters, but I didn't, I wasn't able to, to finish college. Um, my mother died in 73, but my first child was born in 74 and then another one in 75. And so I needed to raise kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I guess that's the nutshell uh I, I I will say that um seven summers when I was growing up I went to Texas Lions Camp uh, I loved it there absolutely loved it there um because it helped me get out of myself and and realize that there were people a lot worse off than I was <laughs> mm -hmm that I could help not that I didn't always wasn't the one that needed help I kind of had that same experience on the buses that we did you know in grade school um 
I think you said that you you kind of had some of this experience. Maybe it was for someone you were interviewing. I don't remember. But um, um, the school, the the buses, they, they picked you. It was door to door service. Mm-hmm. And, and in our situation, it was the blind and um, other physically handicapped children. So there were a lot of neurological and other scenarios there. And, and again, that kind of helped me realize that blindness wasn't the only disability and it didn't, and it wasn't as all encompassing as some other, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that and camp were great for me. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed that a lot. At camp. Yeah, I went to uh, Christian Record Services summer camps oh, yes. and had, you know, similar experience. I would often come home thinking, you know, I'm so blessed to just be yes. blind, you know, yes. and that sounds kind of, you know, snotty. But, you know, I, I went to summer camps for 15 years. So by, you know, after the first several years, I knew my way around. I could go all over the camp, you know, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I remember one of my counselors telling me at the end of the week, you know, when I, I was probably 17, 18 at the time, she said, when I first met you, you were intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you were just like, so independent and all, you know, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) What that that's great though. (laughs) Yeah, I was. Yeah. 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 Cause I was definitely not the most independent in my school. So, cause I went to the blind school and oh. when I, I'm going to cut this stuff out, but when I first got there, I was in a dorm with several students who'd been there since they were like six or seven. Yeah. that was my So, experience. you know, they, I mean, they were really, really <laughs> supportive of me, there. but yeah. yeah, it was, you know, yeah. <laughs> they ran all over campus. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I didn't know my way down the hall. <laughs> anyway, so um, you worked as a medical transcriptionist, you said, and then for the lighthouse. Uh, I started doing medical transcript. Took a course at that same lighthouse in the in the mid seventies, and uh, and got my first job in, at a hospital in Houston in seventy eight. Hmm. and except for a few forays outside of that that's what I've been doing most all of my working life Mm -hmm. what am I talking about I'm I'll be 69 in March it's still my working life (laughs) 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 so anyway but uh yeah so I I uh I, I and I was never I, I never had to go without employment for any length of time. It, it's just incredible, except a couple of times when I lived in really small towns. <laughs> but but um, I, I also worked for uh, Relay Texas for a, a few years, or Sprint Relay it is now. Um, they own all of it now. And, um, and that's the phone communication between the deaf and hearing. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that that was a lot of fun I bet that would be an interesting yeah yeah it is it is and uh I worked as a receptionist in a few places including um the the adult rehab center in Austin for a time oh and so uh yeah 
Uh, so I've done some other things. I, I actually went back to the, what's Lions World now, uh, and took two courses of, uh, to uh, allow me to be employed with the IRS. And I did that for a time, but uh, the work was seasonal and my kids weren't seasonal. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it kind of didn't go together. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So. So you mentioned marriage and kids. Tell me about that. Um, I married for the first time two weeks before my 19th birthday. Um, we were married five and a half years. He is also blind. And uh, we have two children, uh, two boys. Um, They're in their mid-40s now. Uh, one is a one is an entrepreneur and he owns several things, including a welding company. Oh, and wow. the other one is a pilot. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He flies for private companies and also does um, charter things and stuff. Uh, so uh, the youngest one has three girls. Uh, one of them is going to graduate from high school this year. And um the other one has three biological children and three adopted children and four children by his now wife. Wow. <laughs> so, so I don't even, and, and my, my oldest grandson presented us with a, a great, uh, a year, uh, about a year ago. Oh, so, cool. yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, but, uh, um, and, we were married five and a half years and things didn't work out and we uh, were divorced. Um, and uh, Claude and I married in um, 05. And uh, that's kind of an interesting story. Um, I had moved to Northeast Texas by then and was working at a hospital um, uh, in the area and then went to work for a cardiologist and uh, I was going to a church that he and his uh, then wife were attending. Uh, she had already been diagnosed with Alzheimer's before they moved to the area and um, <clears throat> when he had to stay home with her full time he wanted some people to email him every now and then, or, you know, just talk on the phone with him or something. So, uh, I started kind of a couple of us started doing that. And, uh, <clears throat> then he had a massive heart attack and they, and his daughter came and put the wife in the nursing home. And, uh, after he recovered, uh, or actually before he re recovered, I started visiting her there and I was very unhappy with the care she was getting. And uh, so I just started doing things for her. She needed, uh, she was completely bedridden. She couldn't do anything for herself at that point. And so uh, she would need changing or she would need, you know, something. And I would try to help with that, even as little as I knew about it, <laughs> as far as adults are concerned. But anyway, I just, there was something about her. She was just, she just had a sweet spirit about her. And I, I just immediately felt that I wanted to, you know, 
make sure she didn't have to stay in too much discomfort. So then he began to visit and I kept telling him, you know, between the two of us, we could make one good caregiver. And uh, so we moved her to my house uh, for a time. And then he found a, a house with an apartment. And so we moved there. And I guess I was her caregiver for about two and a half years before the Lord took her home. Hmm. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. Um, but uh, yeah, and so then I'm uh, through a weird set of circumstances, I moved out of town for a while. And then uh, about two years after she died, he came and uh, uh, and we got married. So, um, and we lived in that house for a, for a while. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, we got married in that house and lived in it for, for a time. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so he is uh, 15 years older than I am and he has dementia. And uh, so we're dealing with those challenges. And uh, fortunately, the Lord has brought us two wonderful people to help us. And uh, one, one is here every day and, and I don't know who gives who the hardest time. Her name is, <laughs> her name is Shelly too, by the way. <laughs> Good name. Yes. <laughs> and then our other friend, she comes twice a week and, uh, and works with us. So uh, it's, it's, it's great. And I, we're able to, to uh, have them for that. And it's just wonderful. So uh, yeah. Wow. Full life. Yes. <laughs> yes, very. Okay, let's see. How long have we been going?